Greetings, friends. Welcome back to another very special episode of the Film Alchemist podcast. Before we get started today, just a little business. Please take a second right now. Leave us a rating and review wherever you find the show, especially if that happened to be Apple Podcast app. Uh, quick five-star, quick sentence or two about why you enjoy spending time with us helps us defeat the algorithmic overlords and bring more Alchemist into the party. Make sure to go to YouTube, subscribe to our channel, Film Alchemist, where you can see video versions of most of our podcast and a lot of other fun stuff we're working on over there. So again, on YouTube, that's Film Alchemist. You can email the show, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com, or find us on all the social media you're on. That's a great way to let us know. Movies you'd like to hear us talk about, be they new, old, a theme for a whole month, a double feature, guests you want us to reach out to. We want to give you guys the show that you deserve, and uh, making your voices heard to us is the best way to do it. I do keep a master list of everything we've been um, asked about. It's a growing list constantly, but I do have a list, and we're always trying to find ways to uh, get to those. So keep them coming, guys. I hear, see, read all of them. All right. That's enough business. Today, we were fortunate enough to be joined by our dear friend, author extraordinaire, even more extraordinary human being, Ashley C. Ford. Ashley was kind enough to make some time to come join us today to discuss the movie Junior, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. This movie is pure madness. Our conversation was pure delight. Ashley is one of the warmest, most charming, interesting human beings that we have ever been fortunate enough to have on this show. And I know I speak for Alex that anytime she makes time to spend uh, with some chuckleheads like us, it absolutely uh, means everything for us. We adore Ashley. I actually adore Junior. I make the case that I think this movie could come back and save the cinema <laughs> post-pandemic in 2021. Before we uh, get to the show, Ashley has a book coming out. Ashley's memoir, Somebody's Daughter, colon, a memoir, comes out this June. So in the show notes, you'll see I've left um, a link where you guys can go pre-order this book. We've done that. You should definitely do that. In our theory, the more Ashley you can get in your life, the absolute better you'll be for it. So without further ado, joined by our special guest, author Ashley C. Ford. Enjoy our discussion of Junior. That's the hard part, man. That's what that's what Arnold's dealing with in this movie, though. <laughs> it's the hard part of now it's like humanity being foisted upon you. It's like now I can't just yeah. like sit in the because this happened when I had my kid. I was like, I thought I was going to be in like a cool waiting room watching a Lakers game, <laughs> smoking a cigar. I didn't realize <laughs> I was going to be pressing my wife's leg into her ear. Right. And mm -hmm. like feeding her ice chips. I was like, this was like a lot of like intensive yeah. work for me and like the the assault of all your senses so i was like that was a different thing watching junior this time so i was like now i've been in the wars so i know i know what's going on in this movie <laughs> andrea andrea had a c-section and that was the like like when it happened it was like nah this is all bullshit like i was like sitting there being like a technical advisor in my head i'm like mm, this is not how it's gonna <laughs> like shut up alex with my baby <laughs> yeah 
Well, it was wild. I remember before I had a kid, I just knew nothing about it, apparently. Yeah. yeah. But I thought a, a C-section was like, you remember those things you had for babies when your kids were like the back flap just open so you could go to the bathroom on your pajamas? <laughs> That's what I thought a C-section was like. I thought it was like a flap Riffy. and you could just like pull the kid out like a claw Dude, game. Even and I, I saw that. the video in the the like baby class and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Griffey. Like a cesarean chainsaw massacre okay. up in here. <laughs> Already, Griffey brings up this point that I wanted to make. Okay. <laughs> I want to know. Like, betting, Because let's say, like, let's say this script went through five drafts. Maybe ten, okay? <laughs> that feels, let's that just feels like a lot. <laughs> ten, ten seems like a lot. Ten seems like the one they went through, like, this word spell wrong. Like, they were doing grammar check. <laughs> right. Let's say we got through seven drafts. Okay. At what point... Because this movie is insane. At what point <laughs> did someone actually say, like, guys, you do know we cannot show Arnold Schwarzenegger giving birth to a baby out of his butt, right? Like, that had to have been in the first draft of this script. Were you kind of hoping for, like, a quado? Yeah. I, I... <laughs> There's a small part of me that's like, that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, Ashley. Exactly. <laughs> Danny DeVito's like, give the baby the air. What? It's in like, <laughs> it's like Ace Ventura, Pet Detective 2. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold's abs are the rhino. Yeah. Oh, damn. Well, that, I mean, uh, it is kind of one of the things as the movie ticks on. You're like, this thing's happening. Like, because it's absolutely happening. What they yeah. draft, so though, far. did they cancel the butt baby? That's my question. I think it was the draft where they added the baby Arnold dream in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I think the I think that was the trade. I think yeah. they were like, we need Arnold's face. <laughs> we need Arnold holding a baby Arnold that is screaming at him yeah. and calling him mama. But if we do that, there's no way we can keep the butt birth. Yeah. Okay. Gotta, I, I, that makes sense. Yeah, I like that. Like, this is a this is a horrifying display of the bounties we have at our studio's disposal if we also get <laughs> it's a bridge too far yeah. you either get an Arnold face far. baby or you get butt the baby you gotta pick riches, one the opulence of this film it's like Barry Lyndon but with the baby <laughs> Arnold <laughs> I, I don't know it's Sophie's choice yeah. Well, I think it's really funny you picked this one Ashley because the weird thing that I had not remembered about this movie is this movie has almost nothing except for comedic bits about him actually being pregnant this movie yes. is really about arnold becoming a girl and how yes. horrifying that is to every man in the movie right yeah. and then but the weird part the weird part is like that's true right yeah. then it's like but he stays that way kind of like, yeah. or that's what's implied is that like he stays that way and also it's implied that like these these weird, like what we would think of as weird configurations of family, the way these two couples have become parents, like are in no way uh, part of what we would think of as a traditional path. But at the end of it, the men are so much softer and they are absolutely in love with these babies. Yeah. One of whom is not like biologically related to the other. Mm -hmm. and the other one being like we literally uh you punched yourself out of my gut you know like 
This could have been worse. This could have been like the Breaking Dawn scene in Twilight where, you know, <laughs> Edward chews the baby out of Bella. And so I think uh, <laughs> given the premise, pretty tame. Yeah. Wow. Well, that, especially when the other baby just starts wearing so many scarves and screaming <laughs> with his mouth really wide open. No. <laughs> that is another huge missed opportunity. It's for Steven Tyler to just kick in that operating door at the end and be like, it was love on an elevator. Right. And then that's right? like the final scene is they're at the Aerosmith concert. <laughs> or like she's just or like she's just like prone, like in the birth position. And Aerosmith just keeps pointing at her vagina being like, pink! <laughs> you know? Over and over. I'll never forget how cool my dad thought he was because we got those things where you put the stamps on the thing to get free CDs, right? Oh, yeah! I forget what those were called, but we used to, my mom's like, you can have square eight and nine. Like, we had, like, our rules, right? Right. And uh, my dad thought he was so cool because he got Aerosmith's Hump, I think the album's called. Oh and it God. looks like an old rickety truck is taking another truck from behind <laughs> and he yeah. was like this is awesome and i was like yeah. <laughs> okay like that sure dad like we didn't have a lot of bonding over things like that but i just remember it was one of those early signs of like oh i'm learning something about this man <laughs> 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 like he thinks this is really cool no i mean but that is weird because you said that in the dream when he when the baby calls arnold mama like that's his fucking nightmares right that the baby's yeah. calling him a lady essentially in front of the bus busty blink 182 nurse and then right? even the opening scene right is him just like being a learned man and he's just like there must be a mother right? yeah. he's like looking around the library and he's, he just seems like so disgusted that a woman is not there to take away the small annoyance from his life where's my chimp <laughs> yeah it's so strange it's so weird, but this it's is, so strange. you really hit on something though. Cause this was the movie we're watching it. And my wife was like, you know, I never found Arnold attractive, but like, I think he kind of is in this movie. She's like, it must be the glasses. And I was like, no, it's the fact that he's like cooking and being nice and not flipping telephone booths. You know, like That's the difference. Yep. That's what you're picking up. Yeah. Yeah. Having <laughs> like, I, I, honestly think for the wildness of this premise and even like some of the most problematic factors of it <laughs> i still I what are you talking like, about i don't know i feel like arnold showed more emotion in this film yes. than he does in most of it. i mean you put this together with kindergarten yes. and it's like you know like this is it's a legit double arnold feature thing. of like you're like feeling it's weird. He's like, I was, wa I was watching it last night with Andrea again. And yeah. I was just like, is it just me? Or is Arnold Schwarzenegger like turning in a performance here? What's happening? Right. That's this, what I, yes. yes. And this is what it is though. Cause I started doing the list. Right. And like, who were his yeah. peers at the time? Jean-Claude couldn't do this movie. Steven Seagal couldn't do this movie. Not Chuck Norris. One, you're yeah. like, maybe Stallone. Stallone had like some out there energy. Maybe. Right. 94. Yeah. He was still pretty like he but was even now you're like, though. this feels like something the rock would try now, but not early yes. rock state them. Yeah. No. So you're like Vin Diesel. Definitely not. This was a legitimate no. feature of Arnold is that he was Mr. Olympia and Conan and the Terminator. And he was willing to go this route. And and I think yep. the funny thing is, is when he, he goes to the, you know, fucking commune or what? Like they're like, send your pregnant yes. ladies away. Is that this a is thing? Well, it's just like yes. rich, rich men are just like, ew, gross. Get my wife away from me. <laughs> Again, there was there was a whole nother level of this movie that like as a kid, I didn't really I knew that yes. I thought he had stayed at a hotel. But like 
it blew my mind when I'm like, there's like a commune for like husbands that don't want to deal with their wives while they're pregnant. That is the worst right. thing ever. I thought that just happened to white women. I thought that white women <laughs> get taken I away when they're pregnant. I thought white women got taken away when they were pregnant and had to go somewhere else <laughs> until they had that baby. <laughs> and I was like, wow, <laughs> they really do things different. Uh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. The husband's right. like, "This is ridiculous. God damn nah. it!" <laughs> <He's just> <laughs> yeah. No. You're going to the farm. You're, you're going right now. Yeah. I, you're going early. Dale's delivered five calves this week. Get yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the cool thing, though. When Arnold goes there, he's not. They're not doing a lot of like some like it hot man and drag no. comedy no. Like he's really no. like integrating into what they're doing and becoming um, a part of the group i thought that was wild man when they do the question where it's like i'm afraid that you know because i'm not what you would call a natural mother and yes. i was like oh my am i <laughs> yes. am i oh feeling something <laughs> Like, I'm kind of offended at myself like girl don't tell nobody you feel nothing about this uh, <laughs> Keep that down. Because, oh, yeah. oh, my goodness. I was like, I really. And then, like, when Harry got there and he was like, Harry. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, I'm feeling a little. This is ridiculous. And I'm yeah. feeling a little emotional. Because, first of all, um, how does he know he's in labor? Contractions from where? <laughs> well, if we're, like, if we're making a giant list of science questions, right? What yes. is that baby eating? Because there's no umbilical cord. Right? I don't know. Uh, why just contraction? Yeah. yeah, he's just doing the 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 pajama door opening birth. So I don't One of my that. favorite parts of this movie is when they're deciding where to put the egg. They're like, ah, oh, yes, this open hole in this man's body. I'm like, good lord, we're just yeah. like, ah, oh, it's right next to your abdomen, and it's some random. It was like the perineal cavity. I'm like, why? Why? Are I just thought this? it was a progressive choice to not just assume the fat guy had extra room. <laughs> I was like, that's nice. That's nice of them. That was nice. That was nice to see. Because every movie there'd be like, here's our fat baby Sherpa. When they did it under (laughs) Arnold's abs, it actually made me feel a little happy. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I I love, like, (laughs) one of the things I love about that scene and that I'm always thinking when I watch it is like, it's kind of on one side. Like it seems, yes. <laughs> it yes. seems like he would weirdly be pregnant in this <laughs> just direction, like a growth, like a like Brundle like fly, just like something yeah. slowly protruding out his side. Yeah, just like something <laughs> where nobody oh could ever clock it as a baby. They would be like, "Wow!" I hope <laughs> Another missed opportunity for him to just scream, "It's not a tuba! It's not a tuba!" Because <laughs> that's exactly what that fucking thing would look like. <laughs> By the way, my husband thought it's not. He thought that quote was from Junior. Oh my <laughs> he was, god! I told that's him I was gonna amazing. Watch, I thought I told him I was gonna be watching it for this, and he was like, "Oh yeah, it's not a tumor." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah, that's the same movie." And I was like, "No, that's Kindergarten yeah. Cop," but I get it because they both have pamper yeah. reads, you know. Like you're absolutely. like, this one's way more horrifying. But this one's way, <laughs> way more horrifying. And I, what's horrifying about it is that, like, I've had somebody uh, say before, you know, like, how do you think, like, um, a trans person would feel about this film? I was like, 
the problem with that question is that nothing about this film is about being trans. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like no, he's, he's not, he's not trans. No. He's a cis hetero dude mm. who gets implanted yeah. <laughs> with a baby. <laughs> and uh, it grows because he takes, he, take, he drinks blue juice and... <laughs> It grows because they tested it on a monkey, and sure. uh, and then Danny DeVito, you know, bitty bitty boom, like you know that's bad. like science. No, it's science. It's well, that science. was the best part is when he's like haranguing him on the airplane, right? Oh yeah, and he's like, "Is it natural? So what?" But is it yeah. science? Yes. And I was like, "That is the movie commanding us to <laughs> shut it down." To just stop asking those questions. Because <laughs> I was like, is it good science at all? <laughs> Hang on. Not at all. No, not even Not close. at all. Any scientist would be like, no. Yeah. So two no's. Well, did you notice, too, that the chimpanzee never even gave birth? So they didn't even see yeah, if there was going to be a, what's it wrong did. with its eyes? It did. Where was the baby? Do you remember when, uh, when, um, Sorry, I've seen this movie a lot. Uh, <laughs> when Arnold, when he's in the lab and like he and um, and Diana's doing her spiel with like her uh, interns or whatever, and he runs into the bathroom and pukes. And then um, yes. Danny DeVito comes downstairs with a banana for the new mama. And he gives her uh, the banana for her and her baby because she had her baby. Well, I guess what happened in my brain could still happen because we never see the baby. I was picturing like the dogs in the thing, right? Where <laughs> it's like, no. in the cage, like just hosing it with fire. <laughs> and then Arnold's like, oh, oh, go out. He's having flashbacks to other movies he's been in. Yeah, the, like, the fact that he's not emotionally crying at the birth, I was like, oh, that went bad. That was so bad. <laughs> like, what if he just walked out of the waiting room and went and looked at Emma Thompson and was like, "Not good. <laughs> Not good. Junior's got to go. I'm so sorry. Something happened, but nothing good. <laughs> oh my god! No, you don't want to see it. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's a hundred percent what I thought happened until you just checked me. Like that is how I've been watching this movie my entire life. Because it makes Arnold's decision even more harrowing. Is he's like, yeah, I'll possibly give birth to that mutation, this oh, malnourished, God. no oxygen, no womb <laughs> mutation. This just doing pull-ups on his rib cage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looking like looking like that Voldemort husk in the train station <laughs> at the end of the thing. <laughs> She's like, kill me. Kill me. I was like, no, I wanted you. I fought for you. I fought for you. This poor little Prometheus just strapped to his rib cage the entire movie and then just comes, oh, God, just. Right. Then they just wrap him in a blanket and call him Franks in a blanket. Right. Because that's their favorite. part where Emmett Thompson contemplated, like, I might have to make a move here. Oh, yeah. Like, there had to be a part where she's like, I could be a part of, like, one of the worst moments in the history of Emma mankind. Thompson is a like yep. Emma Thompson is a acclaimed writer. Can acclaimed. we talk about the fact that she was in this movie, fully agreeing to it, and I, committed, and committed? Like yeah. she is going all in on it, and it's it's crazy. 
it it boggles my mind that she, like she does this with all the conviction of with all the conviction of like you know pride and prejudice it's crazy yep i mean yep. she's a wonderful actress and of course it's not like i imagine her to phone it in but like this is the one if you're ever going to phone one in like just I like love literally, her she could have deadpan to the camera and be like, I'm here for the check, guys. Just enjoy it. All right. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger's pregnant. Do you need anything else? Like, honestly, I was halfway expecting what else do you that. Need? And yeah. I loved her monologue about yeast. <laughs> about what? <laughs> about yeast? When she talks about all the things women have to deal with. Yes. <laughs> True. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, horrible fucking yeast. <laughs> and <I'm> like, Girl. <laughs> Yeah. Queen said nothing but a word. She, she had to have written that on her own because this was written by two so. dudes. There's no way they had that in the original. You think script. the 50 white dudes behind the camera were just like furiously like turning the pages of the script? <laughs> What's happening? Well, if they, all had, if they all had, well, no. And then there's like five. If this was made in like 2021, there's at least five people behind the camera like going to their phone checking Wikipedia. Is this a thing? Is that a thing? <laughs> Web Bro, I'll check WebMD. You check WebMD. Yes. Check, that's check an WebMD. important feature of this movie, though, is that it's before people could Google shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is one of the funniest things of the movie is that when it ends, you're like, it's one of those, I always tell you this, is that what happens right after this movie ends is going to be more interesting than the movie. Because you're like, yep. there's no way that everyone in that office isn't like, yeah, you have to give me a billion dollars or I'm ratting you out. <laughs> I'm telling. Like the janitor did it for like an Arby's to, uh, you know, Frank Langella and his goatee, which threw me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, the janitor's already betraying him so fast. I was like, this Super dude fast. literally helped him cut him open. How much money is it going to take? To, right? Unless that's like the island of Dr. Moreau there on at the end. <laughs> And they like leave society like it's over for them. It very well could be. It, it very well could be over. Very I mean, well. It's. But I have a question for you though too. Speaking of horrifying things that might have happened after the fact, there was a small, small part of me. You know, I'm a bit of a conspiracy <laughs> theorist in movies that wondered if Danny DeVito had implanted the embryo in his ex-wife. There was like a really small part of me that's like, this dude is on a ruse every single moment of this film. Is it potentially possible that he dropped that egg in her at the, the Schmeckel's wedding or whatever they said <laughs> to lure her back, to honeypot her back into their house of pillows? I don't know. It was something that dawned on me this movie. Would you be super shocked if you found out that Danny DeVito was that nefarious? You know... <laughs> Despite his track record, I don't know that I would put anything past Danny DeVito. Uh, to me, he just seems like the kind of person who very intentionally does whatever they want to do, uh, be it for good <laughs> or evil. And <laughs> while that is terrifying, um, I'm also a naturally curious person at heart. So mm -hmm. I just like to see where he goes. Um, and I think his wife would have known that. I think she wanted to get back together. You know, that's true. I don't know where Especially the after come the, in, but <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I feel like these days with technology, mm -hmm. I could be getting stabbed with a needle right now, and I might not know. That's true. I've got this little diabetic thing. I'm like a RoboCop. See that? Could Look have at a sperm you. On it. That could have a sperm on it. Who knows? What if it did? He could just be there dropping was... a Trojan DeVito in there. You don't know. Yep. Okay, and then he's just like, who else question? could be responsible? Uh, yes. <laughs> Ask us. 
I want to ask you guys a question. So growing up, um, we've all grown up pre-Google, you know, like we went through our puberty times without Google, correct? Mm -hmm. um, I often wonder, and I don't think I've ever asked any guy this question before, but I know that, that, that a lot of... A lot of young girls grow up being really afraid that um, if a sperm is in any vicinity around <laughs> them or their bodies, that they might get pregnant. Like almost to the point of like girls being like, I don't swim with boys because I don't know what's in the water okay. and I don't want to get, and like they, like to that point, it was like this idea that we grew up with, especially in the Midwest, <laughs> like yeah. keep that shit away from you. Yep. Oh, Anything yeah. can get you pregnant at any time. The toilet seat pregnancy for toilet sure. Seat pregnancy, yes. Yeah. Yes. So do do boys are they are they uh, are we laying kind of... traps? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> are you are we asking? throwing no, golden eye proximity mines around? Are you asking us for Sean Connery and entrapment? Is that what's going on no, with our sperms? No. no, I'm just saying. As young men, do you worry about the fact that no. that stuff could just get anywhere? And like, what if somebody touches it? Let me answer this like, pretty quick. As a young man, once that starts happening, there is no worry except for getting it out of your body as much as possible. <laughs> That's all we're worried about exclusively. <laughs> well, it is weird though, because I remember that, oh God, I don't know if I should tell this story, but I had a horrifying experience when like I had no idea what that was, and uh, I'll tell oh, it. No. Fuck it. If it's really horrible, I edit it out later. This is a horrifying story. So I was I would come home and have to you babysit my brother, out. right? And so we went down to the basement where we had like a little TV area, and so he was watching Pokemon, not but five to seven feet away from me on a couch, and I'm laying on these body pillows, right? And I used to wear these turtlenecks and like fucking Cobblesby sweaters. Right. And you know, how it is in the Midwest. You're all dressed for the cold. You come in, you're all hot and bothered. So I'm laying yeah. on my tummy doing homework. And I was yeah. like, God, my, my wiener is so itchy. I just started like, like a bear on a tree, just kind of rolling around. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, it's like, Ooh! and I was like, what the fuck? And I ran in the bathroom and it, you know, was there. And I had no concept that this could happen to a human body. <gasps> I didn't know what it was. I had never oh my heard God. my friends joke about it. I think I had heard like no! rumors of jerking off. I had no idea. So I was like, that's it, don't burn the house down. I threw on my cold <laughs> weather shit and trunched through the snow to my best friend's house. He's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I have cancer. And I'm like weeping at his house. I'm like weeping. So I thought I had gotten cancer when really I had just accidentally <laughs> jerked off for the first time. <laughs> And once he's like, oh, dude, it's cool. I do that all the time. I was like, what? I was like, I get to do that again. <laughs> and then it's like, it changes in your whole, but like, I legitimately had no idea what had just happened to my body. And that was like the subsequent mission was we went to the Tippecanoe Public Library. I was like, mom, I gotta go get some goosebumps. And like, I had to double back around her to try to find an encyclopedia to like, try to read anything on this. Cause it was before like internet times. It was wild shit. I'm sorry if that was too much. <laughs> this, no, I feel like that story is actually very powerful. Yeah, that's pretty close. It's not, I didn't <laughs> think I was sick, but I didn't know. 
I'll admit, I'll just tell an embarrassing story too. Uh, I <laughs> what were you humping on accident, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, since I was like little, my parents always caught me playing with my junk, and just like that was as what a, I did. As like, a father just, of two sons, yes, it like, starts. Very I just early. played with my junk, like, and I had like when I was, I had like when I was little, I had like an <laughs> exhibitionist streak, like streak, like my mom. <laughs> My mom has a story. We went to the bank when I was probably like three and she turned away for a second. She's like, sit down on the couch. I'm going to this little chair right here. I'm going to go to the bank. And the teller was like, ma'am, is that your son in the corner over there? And I was like, just going to town on myself in the bank. Yeah. I didn't. Your I first didn't stick him up. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I was used to that kind of thing. And then when you get that age and something else happens, I had no idea what it was. I didn't think I was but six, but I was like, fucking scary, is this normal? Though, right? There's no blood. That's the only other kind of liquid that comes out. What's happening? Well, it's weird because I, I like my wife talks about like figuring out like, you know, when your period starts and how scary oh, that yeah. is for girls. My mom just screamed. Yeah. And you're like, you're in like a Midwestern place where like we don't talk about stuff don't like talk that. About that stuff. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like you have to experience the horror and shame of it. And then you go to your parents and they're like, it's natural. And I'm like, you should have told me that six months ago. <laughs> right? So I didn't have a heart attack. <laughs> I was prepared for it. But the only thing I was really told about it was that after it happens, you can get pregnant. <laughs> that was the only thing anybody See? ever told me about it. And I got it when I was 10. Holy shit. So you're just like. So I was like, so that's when I started reading Edgar Allan Poe. I was really trying to like. <laughs> this was my brooding. Stay in my room. This was like, yeah, this was like deeply. The only thing getting hot in Ashley's house is a candle that I read. By. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from me. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody but this Reagan. I love the idea of, hey, here's this really heavy event. Uh, let me pile this on you too. <laughs> Yeah. Just get all the all bad like news out in one talk. <laughs> it was all like a thing to do. Oh. Um but yeah, like I was I was a strange kid who would do stuff like spend all day reading Edgar Allan Poe and then go home and watch Junior till my eyeballs <laughs> fell out. Um <laughs> Yeah, like I I just I have so many I think so much like about the reason that this movie could even be a movie is because I think so many people know so little about yes. human anatomy <laughs> and oh, about yeah. how these things work. Like, I guarantee you there are people to this day who are like, no, that could probably happen. Yeah, Like, sure. that could probably work. Like, they see no issue. Like, the baby's just in there. Like, yeah. I, I very recently had a conversation with a man who was 43 years old and has three children okay <laughs> who legitimately believed that babies grew in the stomach like the organ <laughs> of the stomach he meant the, he he meant like, the queen's stomach the big round <laughs> he told me that that's why pregnant women get heartburn he said they get heartburn because the baby's in the stomach as the dragon baby's breathing back up mom's throat yeah <laughs> Yeah. Like imagine uh, you eat something and the baby goes nice. No, I mean, that's the thing though. I don't want to dunk on that guy because I was 30. Like I had no idea. Like, I mean, legitimately pretty much like the operation game is how I like 
Like I would like imagine I'd eat food and it'd fall into my feet. And like when there was enough and it hit like my tummy, it'd come out. <laughs> like I had no idea. How used to be was. Amish. No, no. Oh, okay, just we were sure. on the we were on the the streets learning shit, like tough guy shit. <laughs> on the streets learning yeah. shit. On the streets well, learning. I was trying to be a tough boy, and there's a lot of rules in Magic the Gathering. So <laughs> thank, <laughs> you. That's thank, you for, thank you for clarifying the rules on the street. <laughs> Motherfuckers knew they're gonna get counterspelled if they step to me. <laughs> no, like, but this is the thing. To Ashley's point, we had no source of information. Except for if my parents told me shit, if I saw it in a movie or it was in a video game, or then my friends would tell me the weird shit their parents said. We had no way of just like accidentally gleaning information. Well, I spent quite a bit of time at the public library. (laughs) And because of that, I read (laughs) so many books on like puberty and anatomy and wow. all of that stuff, like, and, and I, I, it felt like nobody's going to talk to me about this. Yeah. Like, nobody's going to tell me what's going on. I have to learn as much as I can for myself. I'm I re- all alone. I'm all alone. Like, I remember being in high school and getting into an argument with my health teacher because yeah. we were learning about, um, we were in the point where we were learning about, like, sexual, like, organs yeah. and stuff like that. And he was talking about, um um circumcision and he said you know jewish people don't get circumcised and i said incorrect (laughs) and and he said ashley ford you all and i was like you're wrong you're wrong and he just kept fighting with me about and i said what's a bris what's a bris if a baby has a bris what is it what is it let's look it up in the dictionary let's look up a bris Let's see what a bris is. And then I got sent out in the hallway because this yeah. is the Midwest. Yep. And it doesn't matter if you're actually right. If you question authority, you question authority, you are sent to the hall or the principal's office. It's that is yep. our most routine. important educational lesson in the Midwest. Most like, important. <laughs> I don't know. I think the first sex education I had in school was seventh grade health class, eighth grade. Maybe? Yeah. Mine was high school. For us, it was seventh. Like we yeah. started in high school, but it wasn't really good. Like it wasn't like, no. this is what happens when someone gets pregnant. It was literally like, Hey, if you have sex, you're going to die. Cause you get these diseases. And I'm like, we watched I'm in never health have class sex. for that section. They had us watch 15 and pregnant starring Kirsten Dunst, the lifetime original <laughs> movie. Shit. That actually sounds way cooler than my health. Class. Yeah. That's way better than my, <laughs> we had, we were still watching film reels of like, they're like, this is old, but it's still relevant. And it was literally like the dangers of sex. And I'm like, yeah, I never wanted this. Sounds horrifying. Well, my teacher was like this old redneck guy <laughs> who had a giant hole in his lip from chew tobacco. And he's like, I had to quit. But then like you'd catch him. He was like smoking a pipe, like blowing smoke through the hole in his lip. And I'm oh like, that's God. all right. Lesson learned. Perseverance. Got it. That's what I'll take away. From Our health teacher kept a pack of cigarettes in his yeah. pocket and you could see him. Through the yep. through his sheer ass t-shirt because you know the teacher's salary, his thread count is fucked up. And so you can see all the, the gas fucking... station thread count. That's what I grew up on. The gas station thread count. When I used to have my my big Johnson shirts that were four X's and I was like, no! <laughs> Griffey. That's a uniquely Midwestern joke, but if you know, you know. 
But uh, I, <laughs> yeah, like, I remember because he was doing that. And like we had all of it at once where it's like, don't smoke. That was a big one. And then when we talked about pregnancy. It was here is uh, what looked like a paranormal activity slash hostage video no. of just the worst angle you'd ever want of a birth that was with no context or anything so appalling that it looked like the scene in Aliens, right? Like, like a burst. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, oh, my best oh. friend passed out. Yeah. She ran into the bathroom and passed out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, like, it's brutal to not <laughs> warn kids what's coming. And so half of the class is just checking out. Yeah. <laughs> they warned us the week that they were going to start the sex education course that they were like, we're going to watch a video of a live birth. If that makes you uncomfortable. And I'm like, who in that this class nice. is not going to be uncomfortable watching that? Like, come on. I was super. I didn't love watching my own children. Be I'm, born. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, I don't even like watching movies where people get murdered often yeah. enough. Like, Guys, I got to tell you, this is going to sound really weird and I might regret saying it. I really like watching live birth. You watch a lot <laughs> of what? like recreationally. Really? It's something that I, especially when I'm writing and I get to a part where I'm like, Oh my God, I can't get through this part. It's too hard. I'll go to YouTube <laughs> and just like watch a live birth. And I'll be like, oh it's God. not that hard. That might be the best writing <laughs> advice ever. Like I can finish this, this paragraph. Uh, and I, that just is my all time really favorite writing advice. That's, I'm stuck. I, I got to go watch woman. a live birth. Listen, I may have just written a memoir or whatever the fuck, but I watched a woman give birth in a creek behind her house yeah. like six months ago. And I was watching it and I was like, first of all, um, I would never do any of this. Okay, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> watching this for tips. This isn't a to-do for, this is not a tutorial for me. Um, right. But I'm also just like, you ever think about the fact that like we could make women so much more comfortable in the process of pregnancy and birth and we just choose not to basically because it's like well they're the ones who want to be able to vote <laughs> should have taken a bite of that apple this is your fault <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Fuck. like it, it is when you go through it because i remember when we had a kid like the whole thing it's just like my brain is not wired to deal with like difficult things at all like i'm a pretty childish <laughs> like small person right like when life comes at me i'm like not fair and i you know drink myself to sleep like that kind of a guy that's fine yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. so it was a Man. lot of shit, and my wife's just handling it like nothing happened. And I was like, this is incredible that you can do this. But even at the birth, I was like, wow, yeah. this is like really hard for me. Right. Like you still, and she just like, I got set straight so hard in the process of having my first child. I, think I it bet you me. did. Yeah. Well, cause I bet you did. Yeah. You'll never I mean, be the same, bro. Incredible. No. And then even You'll though, but there is like a moment where uh, they pull the child out and the, the nurse was like, do you want to hold him? I was like, you should wipe him off first. <laughs> and then once I Grippy. gave that, then I started weeping and this gigantic nurse like held me up because I like everything was shutting down <laughs> and I was oh. crying. But as soon as I was like, please don't get me disgusting. Then I cried with joy. That was my. <laughs> yeah. Don't hand me that slippery thing. So I'll drop it and like clean him up. They had like a NASCAR crew. They were like pumping him and wiping him. And then they hand him. It was like, oh, this is a miracle. You know, then I was in. But <laughs> I had to kind of be convinced to cut the cord. I wasn't like. Super... I refused that. Both times. <laughs> were you like. Well, like I was like, because, OK, the guy who the doctor who helped deliver Hank was like, well, 
he's like, you got to like really cut it. And I'm like, I'm not going to hurt him. Like, no, he can't feel it anymore. I'm like, that's bullshit. He's like, don't worry about it. He's fine. I'm like, he was, and like, this was also after like four hours, like he was born, like he was like, our kid was born like, um, four and a half weeks early and like Andrea, like when, like it was after like four hours of like being in the doctor and like this whole mess. And he's like, no, no, he won't even feel it. I'm like, he's like four pounds. Of course he's going to feel it. Everything sucks right now. <laughs> well, what about if Andrea feels it? That was my nightmare. It's like you cut well, that it was and it like too. starts spraying like a fire hose. And all of a sudden Amy's like passing out. I'm like, what have I done? I was also like super inappropriate. Like thing now they put the, uh, the clip that you put on chip bags. <laughs> Yeah, yes, the that's clip. not the medical Dude, term. <laughs> like it is. Bag. It's like a chip clip. <laughs> yeah. It is my, it will be my great pleasure to one day, perhaps, um, potentially, prank my husband in the delivery room <laughs> as he goes to cut the umbilical cord and I just start going, ah! <laughs> that is the, that is like the all-timer like there's no other prank to be had after that like that's the ultimate he fuck would be about so pissed, bro. He, would be, he would never forgive me for that moment I there's a really good chance he's it. gonna pass out and wind up in the hospital next year because <laughs> that's exactly how i would have handled that <laughs> yeah he would he, yeah, that would be so mean. I couldn't yeah. do that. Poor Cal. I'm kind of getting mad at myself for thinking about doing it. I don't know. <laughs> like, that he's such be... a sweet man. He is, but that would be really See, you funny. put it out in the universe so he knows I think at the end of sweet. the day, he probably would appreciate the humor <laughs> after the fact. Like, after he awoke he from the passing out, he'd be like, that was really good. Now that Kel right. has to walk around in a helmet all the time because you cracked his skull open. <laughs> like, that was hilarious. You're right. <laughs> Truly worth this helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you can't. You know, comedy is comedy. Sometimes it just happens. You got to suffer for comedy. Yeah, you exactly. You want this or not. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Arnold put down all those carbs in that scene with Pamela Reed while they're, like, trading labor pains. Like, sure did. come on, man. Do that's- you think he was throwing <laughs> up really after that scene? Guy. Him? Yes, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. He had, there's no way, that right? Was, he was still, like, <laughs> yeah. With the pickles oh, and, yeah. like, the chicken wings. It was just too much carb on that plate a for a man like on. that. <laughs> no. What made me mad is that Dang I'm like, no way, I yeah. eat like that more than I want. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I eat like a dick like that anyways. That that, yeah. that actually, I watched this. I'm like, I'm kind of ashamed. Well, that's like, what the one where I was like, I could be a sympathetic man in someone's life now, too. I would do that with him. <laughs> I would eat those foods. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that one gets back to where it's just like, she's like, I feel like I know you. And I'm like, yep. this poor, because we talk about Emma Thompson, all that, but Danny DeVito's ex-wife just feels like she's getting shafted, no pun intended, the, whole, the entire yeah. movie, right? Where it's just like, good Lord. Like, just because this man boiled noodles and took, like, cartons of food out of the fridge, she's like, this means so much to me. <laughs> this means so much to me. Like, wow. Also, how long was that pasta on the sauce? I mean, how long was that pasta sauce on the yeah, stove? Come on. Because, like, he left the pasta sauce on the stove yeah. as as the doctor straight what's up name? burnt. Yeah, like Emma Thompson got there, and mm-hmm. so I was like, I don't know if this really worked. That's probably why they had to order spaghetti on the stove, macaroni in a pot on the couch. Macaroni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had too many pots going. No. <laughs> if she had not interrupted. It would have just been burning pasta everywhere in that house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would have. It's... It would have because he, because she had like he had moved the belly over, and she was like, "Don't worry about it. I just get on top." And I was like, "Wow, a real one." 
Yeah. Well, I was yeah. also like, she just wanted it, man. I wonder if he yeah. pre-planned. I'm sure he did. He felt like, you know, because when he says earlier, planning is or uh, luck is for the unprepared. So I'm like, yeah. I'm sure he had like a, a stifen disposal plan, right? But I was it like, could be. that mutant is going to he violently was, react to this. He was too vulnerable at this point. He's not thinking about any of that. He's sitting there looking <laughs> up at this woman going, do you think my body is disgusting? Oh my God. Like, yes. By the way, I felt that in my very soul. <laughs> I was like, yeah. this moment is react. It's teaching me to. <laughs> I think about it. Yeah. All the time. Communicate. Like, I, I was like, oh, wow. Like, and I know, like, at the time, it's played for jokes, right? Like, that he's concerned about her yeah. thinking his body, like a like a woman. and But, yeah. uh, like, but when you watch it now with, like, an advanced or a more progressive mindset, it's like, oh, wow, he's communicating so well. Yes. yes. He's saying <laughs> the thing instead of letting it build into a drinking problem in an affair. <laughs> Yeah, like our parents did. Yeah, he's just letting it happen. He's saying it out loud. No, he's like, I gotta talk about this. That is the most fucked up thing in the movie. Is again because it's supposed to play, I think, like a Chris Farley movie, right? Like, oh, look at my body, or like Nutty Professor, right? right? Yeah. I'm not supposed to be in this body. Yuck, yuck, yuck. And it really yeah. is just people being like Danny DeVito when he tries to give him a hug when he's like, yeah. Aerosmith fucked yeah. my wife, and I'm really sad and throwing yeah. darts. Like that's how he's dealing with things, right? He's throwing darts. <laughs> And Arnold just goes to give him a hug and you see him be like, oh, like gross. Don't hug me. Yeah. And yeah. it's weird because I think that maybe we're past that. Like I tell my friends I love them. I give my friends hugs, yeah. you know, that are male. But like I remember a time when that was not a thing you could do. Oh, yeah. Right. Like in, when I was yeah. on the wrestling so team. Right. If your friend like won a big match, you would never go up and hug them. You know what that I mean? is just. And they're not, and the kids aren't like that anymore, man. No. The kids just don't. And I'm like, I'm for it. Absolutely. You know, I even see how, 100%. like, my husband's relation, and my husband is, like, a sweet man. Like, he doesn't have, like, that even pretend macho energy by any means. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, him and his, like, best friend who he had since he was 11, like, they're so kind to each other now. <laughs> Like the way they talk to each other and like, they're like really on each other's team and like they'd be bigging each other up and like, Amazing. and they used to go for the jugular with each other, like as a joke kind of. And that is like, more oh, my man. experience of friendship. Yeah. yeah that's you know that, <laughs> that, shit, that shit where it's like, you know, oh man, remember when you had to get that presentation in class and you got a boner and that girl pointed it yet. out and said it looked bigger than the last time she saw it. And then blah blah, you know, and yeah. it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I I just yeah, I don't I don't have that shit. Like, boy, like I have a lot of platonic male friends who like we've never been romantically involved or anything like that. Um, but the the way they deal with each other versus the way they deal with me has always blown my mind because I'm not because like we aren't particularly soft with each other yeah. it's just like there's no going for the the throat yeah. the way y'all do each other why y'all do that to each other it's the only I thing. just can't pass up a good joke I, mine is not like a fighting thing it's I just think, if I hear the joke I have to say it out loud. I think that's between like Griffey and I that's where it comes from is like it's hard to pass up a, a gag yeah. But then, like, we've had those but, conversations. But, like, me and Alex, you're probably my only, like, nice boyfriend. Because uh, my wife's always uh -huh. like, I'm so glad you have an Alex. 
Because, like, we'll take turns being, like, the sad, mopey one, and the other guy's like, you can do it. It's great. And, like, it's, like, uh, his week to be, like, true. the bitch or my week to be, like, an emotional little bitch. And, like, <laughs> we take turns and, like, support each other. And my wife's like, that's so nice. Most of your other friends are just, like, sending you, like, horrible butthole pictures. <laughs> and it's, like, that is really kind of the more, like, when you get in, like, a man group chat, it is, like, the how can I take this to the, like, Lord of the Flies extreme on page one. You know, what I mean? true. <laughs> yeah, I think hopefully it's changed. I think that's just it's so much effort, you know, because I've never been like a lot like that. But I hung out in groups like that. I was a bar bouncer. I was a wrestler. So like you get used to like how annoying it is to always have to be on it like that. It's a lot of Alex- psychic energy. OK, hold on. Alex, was this like this when you were like a wrestler, like when you were doing just this sports contribute to this? I wasn't, I mean, I was never, again, like, I'm not, I'm not very good at being, like, macho, dude. Like, I never was. (laughs) Like, I'm, like, sports were a part of my life when, obviously, like, if you're in the Midwest, sports at some point come part of your, become part of your DNA, especially if you're a dude. Like, I was a three-sport kid, but it was never, like, like, that was I all like especially the team sports like wrestling is kind of a different vibe like wrestling is an individual mm-hmm. type sport even though you're on a team like you're out there by yourself so mm-hmm. like right. for me like basketball was always my sport and mm-hmm. that was a lot of I don't know like that was there were macho people or I guess that that like archetype of macho person on the team that was the thing mm-hmm. but I never was very good at again like I'm very I'm on, honestly honored that Amy would think of me as the Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger to Griffey's Danny DeVito. I don't think that's like, I think she oh, said. Oh, no, that's exactly what she said. Two-ply soft boy. You're a two-ply soft boy, and she's like. <laughs> I'm definitely a two-ply. See, look, like, we're doing it now. We're trying to we're trying to alpha each other right now. No, I mean, I've grown into a soft boy, and I quite like it. It's just, it's easier. It's better. But, like, this was like high school wrestling, right? They'd come in and be like, hey, Josh, come on. Like, in the shower, I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, that guy made us run extra laps. We're all going to go pee on him. And he'd be like, uh, like maybe not today, but like <laughs> that was like a pretty normal thing to be showering. And you turn around and like five dudes would just be peeing on you. And you're like, oh, come on, what? guys. This yeah, it was like very, literally how dogs behave. This is very white behavior. <laughs> this is the country whitest, yes. Extremely white behavior. Because I'll tell you this right now at my school, if you had peed on another dude, not only would he whoop your ass in the shower, rightfully, but then when he left the shower, yeah. he would tell everybody that you peed on him in the shower, and everybody yes. would be like, "You a nasty motherfucker." See, that's the Shyamalan twist, though, is that they were the ones who would shake it and run out and tell everyone they did it themselves. Like oh this my was a god. It, it is because this is the thing i never got into that stuff like i was not into that side of it but like it was just like this thing right they we we became like a pack of feral animals and so like you would just see it ratcheting up and you're like oh my god and that's i think it's one of those things i think junior is going to age well because i think a lot (laughs) and again this is this is me doing what emma thompson says where i'm stealing the best things of women for men right do it but When you watch this movie, I think a lot of dudes are going to watch it and be like, yeah, I would rather be Arnold than Danny DeVito. So it's like women, am I right? Pregnant women. God, annoying. 
But like right? more of us would rather be Arnold in this movie where it's like, because that's what, I mean, even my wife, she couldn't peg it. But I'm like, yeah, Arnold can yeah. get it from you now because now he's got the Greek God body and he will cook pasta and sympathize with you and like cry during yep. a commercial. Right? Yep. Like, that's yep. the difference. Because halfway through the movie, he turns into Brendan Fraser and Blast from the Past. Oh, yeah. and so, good pull absolutely excellent work and so then you're like oh absolutely. i love an earnest well-mannered man yeah yeah like that's, that's exactly what i'm looking for but see that's the difference because i don't know if you remember this out but i remember getting mall rats on vhs right that was like our movie that was going like that and boondock saints were like the two like you have to see these as a high school boy and you think back on that and you're like those are not yes. the role models we should have been having. <laughs> no. Like I built so much of my younger life. Like I wanted to be Brody from Mallrats. And you look back now and you're just like, oh God. <laughs> but like that was it, right? And then like American Pie weird. came out and everyone wanted to be a stifler. And it's oh. like, I don't know when that like broke for us. I think you just get older and you're like, yeah, no. But th that was the kind of shit we were doing back then. This is, I'm starting to be, I, like I hate that my high school, <laughs> I hate that my school system was deeply underfunded, but I'm starting to love that I went to school with mostly black people until, <laughs> <laughs> until college. Like I'm starting to think that that really worked Ashley, out. Ashley, let me, me just tell you, let me tell you something I saw at school and see if this would fly at your school. So we were out at ag class, right? In a barn behind the school. Already gone. Already yeah. out. Okay. Already you're off. Yeah. But riddle me going. this. So we went outside <laughs> and some guy goes, snake hole. And this dude I know named Jason goes, 10 bucks if I put my dick in it. And we all went, yeah, hell yeah. And so we all started paying him money. And he just ran over and just laid there and left his dick in the hole for the rest of class. <laughs> Is that something you experienced at your school? Pretty normal? Pretty standard. <laughs> You know, my senior year, we built a small garden outside of the chemistry <laughs> lab, and that's about as close. That's good for as drawing the snakes in. Yes, similar no. experience. Yeah, that's, we never that's, uh, <laughs> we never snake hold in my experience. Uh, <laughs> snake hold. <laughs> Sorry. But like, I think it's also a a country thing when you're out in the middle of nowhere, and you're just like, we're not a part it. of this society. We can do whatever we want. We got to figure this out for ourselves. <laughs> Bring back the teen movie. I feel like between the three of us, we could write a pretty oh, yes. dope Fuck, modern yes. teen movie. <laughs> like, I'm, like they don't do the teen comedies anymore. Yeah. Like, not really. With They're a all pregnant romance dude. related. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So absolutely. we'll just do the like <laughs> no. reboot of Junior. Right? <laughs> not in this day and age, bro. Not I, in this day and age. I honestly think not. this movie. I think people would be hype on this movie if it came out right now. I really, no way. honestly, you, no way. Now, there's Not enormous problematic issues in this version of it. But if you remade it with slight tweaks, I think people would be stoked on this idea. What are the I'm tweaks? Sure that the challenge is worth it. I'm yeah. not sure that <laughs> challenging myself to be able to do that at the end of it. The juice is not worth the squeeze on a remake of Junior. Sorry. It's, it's not. Just... It's not. That's where I do my it's Adam not. Sandler. I disagree. Imagine, <laughs> imagine going into a pitch meeting like just a general and be like what do you got for us today and it's like i got an idea for a remake of junior and be like you can leave we're done thank yeah. you like yes you walk, that's like walking into a and being like i want to make 
I want to make Mrs. Winterborn for a new generation. <laughs> like, I'm just listening to Hamilton. Like, I'm not going to miss my shot. And then I'm like, so <laughs> junior. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> I think the only way you could pitch junior is if you pitched it like a 24 as a horror movie, then maybe. Yeah. That little chud that was born just comes back to like eat his parents. What have you done to me? <laughs> The expecting um, now, like ramping up, moving his across, yeah, <laughs> moving across the floor like this and shit. Though I will yeah. say, I love evil baby movies. I don't oh, know yeah, why, yeah. but there's just something about evil baby movies that I'm like, man, that baby—they're coming to get us. Evil. They're coming to get us. Because we deserve it. Because <laughs> we do deserve it. I, yeah. Maybe that's it. I think maybe it's because, like, I think even as a kid, I knew that adults weren't shit the way they treated kids <laughs> in general. <laughs> And I was like, wow, adults are not shit. Yeah. And so when I would see an evil baby movie, it was kind of like, at least this kid doesn't have to go through the heartbreak of realizing that adults <laughs> are fucking terrible. Just well, imagine Jason's poor kids that are like taking orders from Snake Hole Guy. <laughs> <laughs> like that is the adult, like dirty secret we don't tell him. But yeah, no, I mean, I think you could do a, ver like I would love a version of this too, where it's like, assimilated with twins almost where we find <laughs> so you find out that danny devito actually because he does that line where he's like oh big load good load or uh, you know good job yeah. arnold and like what if you found out like he was dumping his own load in and he's like i'm gonna drop my own load on this egg in my friend's belly and like he's i just think he's nefarious as fuck dude now see there's that's the a24 movie that is the a24 movie that's the a24 that's like the a24 movie of like it's like junior and um that jason bateman and jennifer anson movie the switch like <laughs> you do that shit that's the fucking horror movie like what if they've accidentally put two eggs in there and then yeah. arnold's egg arnold's sperm hits oh, one and yeah. then danny's sperm like, hits one and now one. there's a new version of twins oh. except that arnold gave birth to both of them and they don't know that they're not a hundred percent dna related whoa and then what Shit, happens when they come together? Right and here. then and then they become Thor and Loki. <laughs> Feige, call I, us yeah. up right here. Ten dollars on who they'll cast as Loki. <laughs> no, I hey, I think there is plenty of ground in this, especially once you realize this was my other conspiracy theory of the movie is that Danny DeVito may actually be Lucifer in this. Oh, you movie. got like a Rosemary's baby type thing going on? Because here's the thing, right? So one, the fact that he's like honey potting everyone, right? <laughs> Just has all this nefarious money from probably evil Canadians. He's helped like murder their wives, whatever. They just keep talking about these mystery money men, right? How the fuck is this thing breathing and eating in there? Right? I'm telling you, this is a deal with the devil. This baby is feasting on Arnold's very soul. <laughs> That's what's happening. <laughs> starts looking like he just starts looking like <laughs> Wanda Maximoff <laughs> at the end of WandaVision with when fucking when, yeah. when fucking Catherine oh, Hans soaking up all her power. Yes. <laughs> She's getting all husky. Yes. Like, exactly right. But that I mean fuck, how I the fuck is that now. thing eating? How is that thing breathing? Right? I don't know. This is don't a fucking demonic infernal baby. Guys, let me ask you a question. I might be right. I might be high. Um, <laughs> do babies have gills for a little while? Yes. I don't think so. They breathe through the tube. 
So I think the tube oh, sends the like, oh, oxygen. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. So they never I don't fucking know. So they don't ever have like no. bills. I thought for a little while they had. Why? I thought for a little while they had bills. Why not? Let's just say no. Let's just say yes. They're kind of like kids in the '90s. They're covered in goo all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. That's what your body does when yes. you have a baby. Double dare, bitch. But that's what I'm saying. How about at the end when Arnold's feeding his kid the ice cream and it keeps trying to eat with its fucking feet? Demon. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of kids. I've never seen one eat with its fucking feet. You know what? That scene always messes me up because even though it's a year later and he goes to like, oh, don't lift anything. And he lifts up the cooler. I'm like, bro, nothing was set up really for you no. inside your body for this baby to make it to term like it did anyway. Would be so bored. I know your abdominal structure is <laughs> fucked up. Your spinal, your your discs are bulging, oh, yeah. my dude. Like there's no way in fucking hell. He you should, should, you'd never lift anything again. He should be in a wheelchair. Except yes. that he's bolstered by his demonic fucking son's energy he's the he is like the hound in the omen right he's got to protect this little demon baby he's just being animated by his own baby's yeah, like yep. understanding of the dark Puppet. arts and puppetry yep danny puppeted him and now this little baby does <laughs> did anyone else wonder why emma thompson was so charming in that movie absolutely not yeah, i'm always emma charmed thompson by emma thompson. Charming lady ever. not to say that she isn't in other movies but they added the human <laughs> element to her which i think Really, she the toilet great. paper on the shoe thing was something that oh comedies did in God. the 90s. But that could just be her. She's doing her research in hell, right? When she's in the fucking dark library. <laughs> and all of a sudden, she's like, what will make me human? Uh-huh. Toilet paper on the shoe. <laughs> I'm smelling conspiracy all around this movie. We know. never saw the demon chimp spawn. Expecting might just yes, be the did. blood of the evil one. She came to this fucking wow. party looking all nice. That's why she don't look nice ever. Like, I mean, she looks lovely in her pantsuits and blouses and, you know, the billowy pleats and shit like that. Mm. And then she comes to the party and she's, you know, on her bombshell shit a little bit. Yeah. And probably immediately regrets it. That old dude is like all touching on her shoulders and being like, uh, do you want to dance? And she's <laughs> like, fuck no. It's like, it's good. And like Arnold's right there glowing. Being like yeah. the strudel hound of her dreams. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I didn't trust her. I just didn't trust her. Cause there was also a scene in this movie. Like once she finds out that Arnold's like mutating her only egg or whatever from the yeah. dairy section, she could pretty easily murder him and just be like, I show you every day that I'm so clumsy. I did not. Hey, it was an accident. He fell into that fucking wood chipper. <laughs> and yet she didn't. Well, yet. That's yeah. where the charm comes in. Yeah. That's when the dark lord's like, no. I've seen enough, Sabrina. I know how this goes. <laughs> Once you're in the, the cogs of the machine. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, there's something wrong with Danny DeVito in this movie. Like, wrong, wrong, wrong. So either he planted the egg or he was working for Satan. I would say one of the he's two. got, he's definitely got John Cassavetti vibes in this one, for sure. <laughs> Not John Cassavetti. Definitely. Alex, stop. This movie's just called The Killing of an Austrian Womb. <laughs> I don't know. I, I It's just very untrustworthy movie. It's, it's weird because it's the two where I'm like, I like that Arnold, uh, what was that hashtag I saw the other day on Twitter? 
And I was like, I like this new world. Oh, yeah, Femboy Hooters. If you haven't looked that up, it is the funniest shit ever. And I love it, right? So good. And then you yes. watch people get really mad about it. And that's where the comedy comes in, right? Or uh, <laughs> like the, the Satan lap dance, right? Which is kind of very fitting for this movie. But you oh, see yeah. these people getting really mad about stuff. And I like Arnold, like, wading into this water that this super buff action star normally wouldn't be in. But then I'm like, I feel like he's a tool. I don't feel like he's making good, earnest choices. I think he's being manipulated <laughs> by outside forces. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. <laughs> Did I just absolutely ruin the goodwill we had towards this movie? I'm just, I, I'm like, God damn. Like, yeah. I can't, Griffey, I feel like. I think he's just been fully manipulated by the machinations of the devil himself. <laughs> if we're going to go I that think. way. That's what the I think. The whole devil. This is wow. an inversion of the virgin birth. Because technically, wow. technically, this is a an evil Holy virgin shit. birth, is it not? Conceivably, this could be the beginning of the second Omen trilogy, really. Junior might just... Oh, yeah, Junior grows up and becomes Arnold in End of Days. <laughs> like, <this is> <laughs> well, no, like, think, like, Final Conflict, Sam Neill gets, like, iced by, uh, oh, the Jesus, by, the Jesus, by the Jesus team, and they're like... The Jesus I? from Big Lebowski? No. The, you know, the monks of <laughs> the monks of Ren or whatever they are. I don't know. But yeah. like, let's say they get. So this one is like the devil's like, I don't know how else I'm going to do this. Wait a second. I got a great idea. The miracle birth. And then he, I, yeah. okay. I might be on board with this. Actually. I didn't what? think I could be convinced. But... I just realized there's another possible Satan in the ointment, right? Which is, <laughs> do we believe that Aerosmith travels with a personal trainer? Do we believe that? Ooh. Drug mule, I mean, yes. Scarf wrangler, yes. Personal trainer, come on. At the time in the nineties, I could see them doing it. Yeah, ninety four. <laughs> I think they were cleaned by then. Yeah, ninety four. <laughs> I, I could see him being like, "Okay, turns out live, not Ted Rundgren's daughter, <laughs> my kid. <laughs> Actually, my yes. kid." So are you saying that this is uh, Aerosmith knocked up this guy's ex-wife and they're like, guys, we got to change our behavior. <laughs> we got to change you know, our behavior. Drop Armageddon. And it's like, now this we're down. We got to get our shit together. <laughs> We've got to get our shit together. The yeah. experience in yeah. junior is what turned it around for Steven Tyler. And then he wrote, it I don't want to miss be, a thing. It could be that Junior grows up to be Arnold Schwarzenegger in Batman Forever, and that the woman he actually has frozen this. in that tube is not his wife, but his mother. Didn't she kind of look like Emma Thompson oh. in this movie in that tube? But what if that's oh, how yeah. he imagines her, but in the tube is actually Arnold's decrepit old no abdomen body? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He's like, Mama, I mean, Pop, uh, <laughs> the one who let me come out of his abs. <laughs> Then he freezes him and just puts a hologram of his beautiful mother. That could I'm, be. I'm really. In, I'm See, this is why I like doing these with you, Ashley, because like, just run with it. Yeah. Who, run with it. Do you think when they release Junior, they're like, yeah, in like 30 years, these three adults are just going to be talking about Danny DeVito and Aerosmith being Satan? No, I think they were walking <laughs> around. I think they were walking around on that set every day being like. So they're really letting us do this. Yeah. <laughs> This I was reading that online. Apparently, <laughs> of the three Ivan Reitman movies that uh, Arnold did, which was Twins, Kindergarten Cop, and this movie, 
I swear to God, this is like a quote. I found this on the on the trivia mm-hmm. online. This is, as Ivan Reitman puts it, not the best, but certainly <laughs> his favorite collaboration with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm like, what? That had to be hilarious every day. Every day. <laughs> every fucking this day. This was the one? Yeah. Every I mean, day they were great. like, they were like, we're either going to do something great, okay? Because we've already been paid. <laughs> yeah. We're either about to do something great or. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, kindergarten cops by the formula and twins is essentially this movie with no budget. You know what I mean? And instead of Arnold and them like having like an emotional like, oh, they're Danny, my brother, you're not the genetic crap, right? Like you're your own genetic soup and every soup is someone's favorite soup, right? That movie's just like, well, it sucks that you're the crap, but hey, we can go shoot bad guys. (laughs) So they just like eschew any emotional attachment. Yeah. Junior becomes this really weird. I think that the the I think to Ashley's point, I don't know that this was fully intended, right? Because there's a there's level a of whole... problematic. That you're like, I don't know that they were like clear sighted. No, no, but I they think, play, I think they thought of it as a joke. And it's like there's a getaway <laughs> scene in this movie, man. Like there's like a whole, <laughs> you know, where he has to like push a dude down and literally yeah. say, "My body, my choice." <laughs> Tell me that wouldn't slap in a theater this year, post-pandemic. Tell me that wouldn't get a Captain America lifting Mjolnir-level applause after the year. And every lady's like, we fucking told you! (laughs) Woo! He says, my body, my choice, and it's the exact same as Steve Rogers hearing on your left. Well, because on his left oh, is a fucking human body. Oh my body. god! I have yeah. to see a supercut. That deserves a supercut of that and fucking getting the fucking cheers from the Endgame movie. God damn! <laughs> but imagine them saying that in that movie, and then that became like an actual thing we had to discuss as adults, like twenty years later. Like that's wild. They weirdly backed into something. I'm telling you, this movie would work right now today. <laughs> Griffey, I do Re-release Heron in China. It takes over Avatar and Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Why not would this gross. not work? It's so... This is the beautiful... These movies happen. I think our friend Josh calls them shaggy dog movies, where you're like, how the fuck? To Ashley's point, this is the bank robber movie. They're just saying crafty, being like, this is ridiculous. And the when those movies exist, it is a thing of beauty. Because movies cost so much money and take so much time and so many people to make. When you get one this fucking weird, we all need to stop and appreciate that. <laughs> have you ever, I mean, how recently have you guys watched Three Men and a Baby? Because that movie is like several movies within a movie. <laughs> and it is also <laughs> just extremely horny. The whole time, despite there always being an infant around. <laughs> or at least like the hint of an infant being around. To your uh, point, I don't, I haven't seen the movie in a long time, but I feel like the cover of the VHS is scarred in my mind, forever. which is the three men, none of them in shirts with a baby in no, front no, of no. them. Like my mom Gutenberg's is buying like a Walmart shirt. novel. Yeah. The now you say that, but shirt. in my mind, there's no shirts. Like when I, my mental image of the the poster is no shirt. no shirt. So I am remembering no it horny. Like you're saying, because I, I oh, look yeah. at it as like those Fabio books. My mom would be like, well, I got to be a reader. And it's like, mom, you're reading like, <laughs> you know, uh, country WAP 18. Like this is not like 
a novel. Wop. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> WAP, dude. I love. I'm calling I it WAP. <laughs> Sounds like a cartoon sound effect. <laughs> Honestly. Well, it's not OS. It's not OS. This is like the gift debate. <laughs> oh my god. Three minutes of baby. I'm gonna have I to loved go back. It. Because I, I was like, as a young kid, I don't know. It was something about Selick. I might have to go back and watch I that. had a whole thing about Selick, bro. Mm. Like, I was just like, something about that mustache made sense to me on the inside. <laughs> it's a stash, man. Like, I was Are they just, all like, getting in touch with their, their soft boy sides in that movie? <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. But they're also dealing with, like, their relationships with women and they're like these three bad professional bachelors who are roommates and have this amazing apartment. And this baby gets dropped off and it's the guy's <laughs> baby who is conveniently out of the country on a movie set. And so the other two have to take care of the baby. And then the guy shows up and they all three have to take care of the baby. And then I don't want to spoil too much, but drugs are involved. <laughs> and... <Shocking>. Uh, <laughs> Because of the drugs, the baby is a, a little bit kidnapped and maybe also they have to do like a thing where they they go against the drug dealers and work with the police. It's a lot. Um, it's a I lot going to, on. I have to rewatch this movie now. That's a damn yeah, fine I mean, pitch. I'm in. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I watched I'm, it I'm, with I'm my husband. It. I had forgotten like the plot and I watched it, rewatched it with my husband about a year ago. <laughs> And we were watching it, and all of a sudden, he just turned to me, and he was like, Ashley, what is going on? <laughs> like, he was just like, baby, what is happening? And you're like, three men, calm down. It's going to work out. <laughs> I'm like, it's going to, I'm like, I know it's going to work out. I can't exactly remember how, but I promise you that this will come to a head. And he was like, that I shouldn't be this stressed out. I didn't know it was going to be this stressful. Yeah. That's like, yeah. That's like there's, there's movies in the 90s that I forget had drug subplots. Like Ghost had one, and I completely forgot yep. about it. Just yeah. totally did. Well, I showed my son Problem Child, which he liked way too much. But I forgot We're Michael so Richards maybe. I mean, he's definitely a like serial killer who also may be into like guns and drugs. And I'm pretty sure at one point threatens that he's going to have at and then kill junior and yeah. I, was like, I was like oh my god and the movie's oh, trying yeah. to tell us that this isn't that much worse than the place that he was before <laughs> and this is the part i forgot at the end the housewife is just so sick of john ritter being a good guy that she's yeah. like yes i'll fuck this serial killer in the kitchen and then gets just put in his trunk <laughs> yeah yeah that was just a thing that happened in a kid's movie Guys, in Dennis the Menace, Christopher Lloyd fucking kidnaps Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> kidnaps Dennis. What was he going to do with him? Yeah. Like, you never really know what he was going to do with him. Well, there's no good ending to I'm going to kidnap this child. The second half of that plan is always something horrible. <laughs> like, it never is good. <laughs> it's Dennis being menaced. Am I right? Good Lord. For real, for real. <laughs> well, and then everyone in the audience is like, well, he killed that old man's fancy flower, so you get what you get. <laughs> God damn it, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you ever just... And Dennis was trying to tell him that everybody's houses were getting robbed. 
Yeah. And then he was like, fuck it, I'm out of here. Just trying to do a good this, deed. This old man don't give a shit about me. My parents don't give a shit about me. <laughs> friend don't give a shit about me. Now that is where you're right. The real menace is like, where are your fucking, where are your parents? fucking parents? Where are they? I know we just ran like uh, country cats when we were kids in the 90s, but it's like, dude, this guy has shot up his neighbor's house with <laughs> fucking slingshots like 50 yeah, times. Slingshotted aspirin into yeah, his neighbor's Put a mouth. grounding on like, Dennis and wrong. save his life. <laughs> If you were to do a takeaway, like if you were to, because you just sold the shit out of three and a half men, right? <laughs> if you were to do that for Junior, what would be your pitch to someone who hasn't seen it? I think I think I would probably just have to say, so um, <laughs> Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger are working together on a drug to help women get pregnant and they lose funding from their university. And so Danny DeVito is like, Arnold, what if we just got you pregnant? <laughs> and at first, Arnold is like, hell no, dude. And Danny DeVito is like, but it's science. <laughs> and so as scientists, they can't help themselves and they impregnate Arnold Schwarzenegger. But it, unfortunately, he bonds with his fetus as he falls in love. Uh, with the fetus's biological uh, egg mom. Egg I, I would watch that. That's what I mean. I the mean, tagline on the poster is, we have tummies, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of that movie this year in cinemas. The way we'll defeat COVID and recharge our economy is with Junior. <laughs> rated R for butt birth. Yeah, rated R for, yeah, bring back the butt yeah. birth and I'm in. We need the Snyder verse version. I need the Snyder cut of Junior. That thing ripping out of everywhere. I need the Snyder cut of Junior. I need to Snyder see that awkward, uh, yeah, ladies camp sex scene. I'm gonna need all this scenes back. I need to see who pumped that Bless egg it. in. <laughs> no, no, who pumped it in? Don't say pump it in, Griffey. That's true. That sounds coarse. That yeah, was not true. right. <laughs> that was the wrong choice of words. But just remember, guys, Danny DeVito's the villain, not me. That's how I want to say. Uh, well, I think. What's the difference? Yeah, what's what's the difference between me and Danny <laughs> what's DeVito? What's between Danny DeVito and Griffey? Yeah, we're both the crap. Well. That's it. <laughs> yeah, just like two feet. I think that's really the only difference. That's it. That's all. This is the important thing because every movie is about how us white men react to it. <laughs> would you Rotten tomatoes yeah right Sorry, would you go. going back take that away that's what they should have named the baby rotten tomatoes would you go back and carry hank instead of andre wow uh that's a really hard and awkward question but so i you mean know it's not you're not committed enough <laughs> Then I mean, by the by the guilt, by the rationale of guilt, the obvious choice is yes. But (laughs) I mean, I'm glad you said that because for me, no hard. (laughs) I mean, if I'm being, but that's by the rationale of guilt. If I'm being honest, after watching everything, (laughs) no, I think I think what I did was so poorly insufficient. I can't imagine being the one who actually had to handle it. (laughs) That's like like, you go take a shower and you're like, my work here is done. Yeah, I'll see you when you get back from the farm. Ashley, would you like for Kel to carry your child for you instead? Um, <laughs> you know, only 
The only reason I'm going to say yes is because Kel just has a stronger constitution than me, I think. See, and thank I just, you. I'm not the only one. Who th- yeah, exactly. I just feel like my husband specifically, like, like I've seen him run into a lot of stuff and be fine, um, crash things, be fine. Uh, he He doesn't seem to even really feel pain the same way I do. So, yeah, like, let him take that on. It's That's what been I'm saying. to me ever since my best friend in high school got pregnant. And when she had the baby, she told me that they uh, they uh, had to break her water, which I always thought meant that they just like, you know, I don't know what, something. Water like, balloon. Just popped it. Yeah, just like water balloon. <laughs> but no, they use like a hook. <laughs> oh. And ever since I heard hook, I've just never been gotcha. interested. Uh. Um so even now, I do think about doing it sometimes. But if I could really just hand that over to Kel, that would be great. I mean, he sits a lot anyway. <laughs> You're just on that recliner life. This is perfect for you. Yeah, this is perfect. This is yeah. perfect. Grow me a baby, wench. <laughs> it is. This movie reaffirmed the thing that when I had my own kids, I was like, not to get too like hot takey, but I was like, it reaffirmed my not believing in God. <laughs> you always hear these moms that are like, it's so magical. Like I saw the face of God and all I saw is there is no possible argument for intelligent design. This cannot be the best way to make these children because it is so painful and horrifying. And that's as a spectator, not even just like what you have true. to go through. I felt so bad for my wife watching that. But I, I think I was the only person that was like, this is not as magical as I <laughs> You're like, so you I don't know if there was some drug and we could like, you know, split time. Like I could get like, a, you know, a cooler and be like, hey, here you go. We could like take it off and too. put it back on. Oh, that's a great idea. Just like a fanny pack. Yes. Right? Stop. Yes. So like a fanny pack yes. that we could share. Like, let me lighten yes. the load, honey. Like I'm Sam making potatoes in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. This definitely sounds like <laughs> this definitely sounds like some shit they tried on Krypton. Yeah, like <laughs> for sure. that was. We a should thing. all like... just be grown in crystal fields. That's how I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, oh. Ashley, thanks so much for making the time today, and thank you for picking Junior. I don't know when I would have ever would watched, not have this watched this movie this again. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys. For just like literally just letting me have fun. I don't get to like do a lot of interviews where it gets to be this fun the whole time. So it's my pleasure. Absolutely. And do you want to tell people where they can pre order the book? Yes, you can pre order. <laughs> Absolutely. If you go to ashleycfordbook.com, um, there are all the pre order options right there. It's already designed and easily navigatable for everybody. I am so excited for that. I'm so <laughs> cool. stoked. I pre-ordered mine. I'm excited. It's going. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank yeah, you. Well, thank you for doing it. We hope the book, I mean, obviously you'll probably get a huge excellent. bump from this. So we're expecting <laughs> some of that expecting money. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, thank you. It's always a tra- it's always a pleasure. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, so we'll day. two weeks, three men and a baby is no. <laughs> I mean, guys, I will come back. I will talk about three men and a baby. 
and or the page master uh, oh shit <laughs> okay so that's so funny master. i bought that at half price books and me and the kids have been jamming that because <laughs> it's the best yeah, because they need it's to be nicer to a certain book, which I will make the case for when we do that show. All right, so we're scheduled out for like months. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Bye.